Do you love early intervention, but feel like you need more mentorship and information to thrive in this setting? We're here to provide a safe, inclusive community where we learn from and uplift one another. It's our mission to prepare students and practitioners to be confident and competent working in early intervention. Hi, I'm Amira Johnson. I'm Danielle DiLorenzo. And I'm Sarah Putt. And together, we're the real OTs of early intervention. It's still April and we are our third week into the ABCs of OT Challenge by Shannon Marie. If you have not been following along the past two weeks, we have already gone through letters A through L and the ABCs of OT is all about sharing advocacy and awareness about our profession. And we wanted to come in hot with our EI edition and we are going to be jumping into letters M through R. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Emily Marie OT, a pediatric occupational therapist and coach whose mission is to educate, promote, and empower pediatric occupational therapists in their practice. Through her one-on-one mentorship, pediatric OT evaluation intensives, the research journal club, and practitioner templates, Emily is dedicated to helping you grow into the best pediatric OT that you can be. M is for movement. Not only because I'm getting a doctorate in it and have spent the past three years researching the importance of movement in early childhood, but movement in early intervention is so, so important. Literally, it helps all of your systems just integrate together and have the body be enriched in these amazing organized experiences that can truly support overall development. It is so critical to involve some type of movement within your early intervention practice. Even when you think that babies that are so small can't really move, we are working on tracking. We are working on reaching. We're working on grasping. Movement is everything. So if you're ever feeling stuck in what to do with a child during early intervention, do something with movement. Everything that you do when you are moving your body is connecting that to your brain and enhancing the fluidity of your coordination, your balance, using both of your hands together, just being able to feel all aspects of your environment through movement, which can truly help not only your fine motor and gross motor processing, but also your sensory processing as well. N is for the natural environment. This is truly the foundation of what we do in early intervention. It's one of our core principles is to provide services in the natural environment because our ultimate goal is really to increase participation in daily routines and activities and in the natural environment. So where the family and the kiddos spend their time. So yes, it can be in the home, but it can be in so many other different locations. You know, we go where the support is needed. So if the parent identifies a concern about going to the grocery store or about going to the park, then we can go to the grocery store and we can go to the park and we're able to really see in real time, what are the challenges and to provide those strategies and solutions for the parent to make that a more successful trip. So some of the other areas that we go aside from just in the home might be to the daycare and we can do some strategies and do some education with the teachers that are in the daycare classroom. We can also go to anywhere in the community. Of course, this is (laughs) pre-COVID. So anywhere in the community, some places that we might have went were libraries or parks. I've been to some of those fast food restaurants where they have the little play areas. I know, Danielle, you've done some work in medically fragile daycares. And so there's so many different areas that we can go. And the natural environment is not just in the home. In episode seven of our podcast, we talked all about debunking EI myths. And this was one of them. So check out that episode to hear more about this myth and some other ones that we debunked. 
O is for outside. Speaking of working in the natural environment, one of the areas, one of the locations that we can work in is actually utilizing the outside. Now, this could be in the front yard of our family's residence. This could be the backyard. This could be at a park. This could be going for a walk down the street and around the block. There are so many benefits that come with utilizing the outside as part of our treatment. Maybe it's the full session that we're spending outside, or maybe it's just a portion that we're going out and spending some time getting some fresh air. And if you think about it, there are so many different sensory components that get thrown at us when we are outside from the sights to the smells to the sounds. And it really just kind of switches up that environment. So if you're used to working maybe within the home or within a room, all of a sudden you get to kind of switch things up and just kind of challenge our kiddos in ways that really kind of facilitate these natural occurring challenges and organic experiences within the outside world. So O is for outside. P is for parents. Remember, we are in early intervention. It is a family-based program. We are there to support the parents and to help them support their child. We talk so much about parent involvement during the IFSP process during episode 10. So make sure to check that out on how you can encourage parents to be more part of the IFSP process. Be mindful of these tips. You have no idea where a parent is going to be at when you walk in that door. There are millions of emotions that are going to be running through their mind and their responses to you are going to also be very filled with a variety of emotions. Be kind, be patient, be an active listener. Remember, the goal is to encourage parent participation every step of the way. You are there to guide, to be that listening ear, to provide the strategies that support engagement in daily routines and support the family in working with their child as best as they can and helping them learn every step of the way how to be more successful with independence and engagement in their daily routines. You is for questions. As an early intervention practitioner, we get thrown into a lot of different situations and we get thrown a lot of information that comes our way from different assessments to writing goals to documentation to diagnoses. And as we've talked about in previous episodes, there are a lot of diagnoses that can come our way as well as some potential delays or an underlying challenges that might not even have a diagnosis yet. And I say this because with all of this information that comes our way each and every single day, I think there are a lot of questions that need to be asked. And in speaking to students, in speaking to new grads, and also in speaking to experienced practitioners, I always like to say, ask all of the questions. Do not feel like any question is too silly to ask. Do not feel bad if you don't know the answer to a question. And really, regardless of where you are on your OT journey, make sure that you ask all the questions to your supervisor, to your mentor, to your colleagues, even asking questions to the parents to really get a better understanding of what's going on with the kiddos that you're working with. So do not hesitate to ask all of the questions. And with that being said, if somebody asks you a question, it's okay to not know the answer. It's okay to say, that is a great question. I'm I'm unsure. Let me go look that up and I'm going to get back to you. And realize that it's not just about kind of brushing off the question and, and never getting back to the parent or, or the service coordinator, or whoever asked you the question, but it's actually going and utilizing your research, utilizing your resources in order to find the answers or at least find a recommendation or be able to refer whoever asked you that question. So 
ask all the questions, but if you get a question and you don't know the answer, it's okay. Utilize your resources. And also just remember that we are here. We're here to support you to help answer any and all questions about early intervention. R is for routines. And this one really goes hand in hand with our G letter, which was goals, because those goals are really based on how the child is currently performing in their daily routines. And so that's why it's so important during the evaluation and also during the IFSP writing for us to review some of those daily routines. I know for us, some of the common ones that we talk about are dressing, diapering or toileting, how mealtime is going, how outings are going in the community. We talk about playtime, bath time, and even bedtimes and naps. So basically we go through anything and everything that the child would be naturally participating in throughout the day. And this is important again to establish those goals. And so when we're talking about the routines, we might ask, you know, well, what is it and who is involved? What's happening now? And then we'll ask the family, is this something you'd like to have and support in? And one of my favorite questions that we'll ask during the writing of the IFSP, if you want to have support in it, what would it look like if it were going well? And I like this question because it allows us to have a very clear direction on what's important to the family and how we as a therapist can really help them successfully participate in that activity and that routine that's important to the family. Today, we talked about letters M through R. And remember, even if you're not participating in the ABCs of OT, you can share, like our posts, and support the ABCs of OT challenge that way. And now we want to hear from you. What suggestions do you have for the letters that we just talked about within early intervention? Send us a DM on Instagram at the real OTs of EI or at our website. Send us an email, therealots.com. We're so excited you joined us today. Check out our website, therealots.com for more information about anything discussed in the episode. And sign up for our email list so you don't miss out on any of our awesome EI resources. And join our amazing community of students and practitioners to get your questions answered and learn from others working in early intervention. Whether you're in the car, on your lunch break, or signing in to your next virtual session, thanks for keeping it real with the real OTs of early intervention. 